なんでですか
uh, a mining accident in the 1930s mm. that killed like 260 people and just kind of completely um, rattled the town. So it had almost no soccer in the episode that I just watched. With, yeah, which isn't abnormal. Also, I have yeah. a, a little, do you want a spoil, spoiler alert for November 2023? Wrexham stats? No, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, okay. I don't want to know if they got, I mean, that's probably ahead of where the season is okay. even going. I don't know. So earmuffs then, Drew, uh, they won the last two games that they played. Okay, well, that's fine. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't put earmuffs on, okay. but I, I I honestly am so in the dark on just like the actual um, soccer schedule aside from MLS. Yeah, that yeah. I don't know, it, like where we're at <laughs> in calendar time on what we're seeing in the season. You know, like I oh, know how course. many games yeah. they have left, but they I don't know, like how far behind we are in, in real time. If that makes sense, yes, it does make sense. Okay, and, well, yeah. yeah. Any any other things you've been watching? Uh, nope. Just the no. same old YouTube stuffs. Cool. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of movies as always. Um, actually published a written newsletter last week, so anyone subscribed to the new release <laughs> feed, um, the written feed, will should have seen that email. So I'm watching. Romantic movies that are nihilistic for November. Um, <laughs> movies okay. like Melancholia, which starts with the wedding, oh, yeah. <laughs> but is about the the most depressing nihilistic movie. A movie called Fire of Love, where two volcanologists, you know, get dangerously close to volcanoes until the inevitable eventually happens. Things like that, you know, fun, uplifting, um, beautiful tragedies. Mm hmm. So yeah, um, just wanted to just wanted to shout that out that I might be publishing some some newsletters and in addition to whatever the subject matter is for the podcast, I'll try to talk about some other stuff that I'm watching. Well, yeah, nihilistic yeah. November. Yeah, I know. I was trying nihilism November, Novemberism, no nihilism ber. Um, but yeah, not a not exactly a good. Uh, portmanteau like Shocktober for that uh, yeah you ready to get (laughs) yeah no yeah I'm I'm so excited actually for this episode so I'm done with previously on let's let's move on to yeah this is um, watch this week this is your time to to shine here what did um what's what do you want to say about this week's feature presentation before I play the trailer uh, I love anime, uh, and they usually get me right off the bat, and then I get sucked in. So yeah, I'll just say that, and we'll wait to hear whether or not that happened for me. Okay, this is Animusha on Netflix. I'll say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tonight is gonna be the 
Okay, so I don't know that the emo like alt rock soundtrack um while make while it makes for a great trailer and obviously the dialogue is in Japanese and subtitled. Um so hope you enjoyed that listening experience. I don't know that that song captures the tone or anything <laughs> about the um the show that we watch. This is do you know anything about the Animusha video game? No. I didn't okay. know that there was. Yeah, it's a Capcom game, so a samurai fi- uh, third-person fighting game, I believe. Um, okay. Yeah, kind of a long tradition of of that style of game because the, the sword combat makes for some fun fight mechanics and obviously the, the stylized um, setting and, and battles are are um, ripe for, for video games. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's that connection to um what we watched last week and also yeah what you what you said just about anime in general i'm like very much a um anti anime no <laughs> not anti just ignorant to a lot yeah, of it yeah. um but i've been watching more and more um no uh, coincidence that that um Jamie has turned me on to Hell a yeah. lot of it and so um, or do you know One Piece? I don't know. Yeah, so there's this long running um, book series, um, manga book series, and anime like oh, with over a thousand episodes. And Netflix just released a live action adaptation of that. Um, Seems troublesome, but it's actually. <laughs> I mean, I I I did watch like. 20 or so episodes of the of the anime with her before I watched the first episode oh, okay, of the gotcha. live action and yeah. the fan consensus I won't even you know really worry about my opinion the fan consensus is that it's actually a really good um live action adaptation which is highly unusual yeah um absolutely but anyway for and I'm gonna probably shout out a couple other things I've been watching as we as we go just because I've been like sampling a lot of different anime but as far as Animusha goes it's what's the what's the basic setup here uh well so the first episode which is what we watched maybe we watched more who knows yeah maybe uh you you see this person that is uh basically a samurai you would assume and mercs about 14 people yep and then is attempting to get this sacred uh weapon or something to help him destroy a demon or some sort of thing that's not human yeah and then you kind of meet up with some of the folks that decide to follow him because until uh whoever owns that uh, this relic will not give it to him until they see that he actually is going to fight demons yeah right? exactly yeah, yeah there, he's exactly. like we don't really know all of his motives he's sort of a lone wolf right. type and yeah. the the people that he ends up like teaming up with or just just having a um accompany him they're like tied up in this power this uh family power struggle or this village this this like um community this the struggle for power within their um their their like 
community. Um, and so he snips out that some of them are like, there's been a traitor that has taken power um, and taken over like um, control of, of this one territory. And some of the people in the band that he's traveling with, he finds out are traitors. So all in all, we just see it. We see right off the bat, like you said, like he's an incredible samurai swordsman. Um, He, but he also is, you know, in the classic mold of he lets the other people, you know, show off and, and work really hard. And he kind of stays on the defensive until he's forced to lash out. So he's just got like complete control and, and confidence of the fight at all times. And all these people are, you know, like charging at him and he's just kind of like using their aggression against them. Which yeah. is cool. Um, so that was uh, an episode synopsis. Yeah, yeah, that's episode <laughs> synopsis. I mean, what um, yeah, yeah, yeah. stylistically and action-wise, character-wise, what did anything grab you about this? Um, I b- yes, absolutely. So some, I, I really want to Google search or look up what the terms are nowadays. For there were some uh, kind of. 2D anime, like old school 1990s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Uh, it, but it looked kind of 3D, which was very interesting. And it was... Yeah, it's basic, like hand-drawn mixed with something else. Yeah. Um, and then also, I'm going to kind of go back. So what I really loved about this is kind of they paint the scene very well. So there's leaves falling water flow yeah snow um and you kind of you see a lot of that and there's some 3d effects on that uh it reminded me of this uh this anime that i've that i saw back in mid 2020s um or 20 2015 uh called blood Hmm. and it's uh it's a vampire anime and they you kind of the first anime that I saw that used 3D stylistic kind of stuff like that. So but they did it in in like very extreme circumstances whereas this looks like they're doing it when somebody's walking across the forest, which is very weird. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, or like when know? they go underwater, there there are moments where the sort of the visual style changes a little bit. Like I think it's funny I watched this and Possibly a more popular Netflix anime that just came out that we could have picked instead, <laughs> Blue-Eyed sure. Samurai. Um, for even yeah. when you Google this, for some reason the reviews for like Blue-Eyed Samurai come up. So maybe that's some some racial bias on on Google's search results. <laughs> but um, the both both episode ones start with a snowflake slowly falling down and like landing on a sword, which is just a crazy <laughs> coincidence. But yeah, the way the like snowflake uh, zoomed in on the snowflake falls down through the air and uh, Animusha, and then land like the sword looks almost photorealistic when it lands because right. like of the perspective. Person. Yeah, yeah. E- exactly. And that was maybe like a nod to the video game. So may- I don't even know that it's sure. a third person or whether it's first person um, camera in the video game. But there was another scene where the camera goes like underwater. And that just looks like a different um, 
more yeah more computer generated or more photorealistic style there was a few different styles and then of course what you get in anime fights is this sense of like momentum and and force the way the camera the way the fake um virtual camera moves and like if someone's being punched that might like kind of shake the the scene and you just can really kind of create this this um visual impact that you can fake in live action but it feels more fake it feels more like built in to anime yeah sure Um, and then um what do you think about well what was the question that you asked so i can make sure that we um i was just asking what drew you into the the show i mean was it yeah the visuals the fighting or you know i don't think we get that much character building no no not at all uh I mean, how long was the episode? 35, 40 minutes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so 20 minutes in, I was kind of scoffing at some of the stuff that they were doing. But then towards the tail end, it all came together, which makes sense. Uh, but, yeah. So, uh, y- yeah. so what, what, what do you think about the voice acting? Because I was confused. I mean, it, we watched it in subtitles, right? Yeah, I, mean, I watched I, I the subtitles. I don't. Yeah. I, I guess there was maybe a dubbed option, but it defaulted to subtitles. Oh um, man, yeah. And I, but then the I watched option. Blue-eyed Samurai. Man, I'm now I'm blanking. I'm pretty sure that defaulted <laughs> to English, and maybe that's part of the reason it's more popular um, with you sure. know with American audiences or whatever top ten <laughs> we're seeing on our our Netflix app. So. Um, yeah so what my question to you is going to be like what do you think about the voices you know actually what i'm going to say is i very much dislike the first half of the episode and i love the second half so yeah i guess i was getting too carried away with critiques in the first half and then it finally took me over and then i was totally enthralled interesting yeah yeah i don't have a strong opinion on the voice acting i didn't find it distracting or or notable um especially because it can be very distracting in a dubbed version when well, the yeah. voice tone <laughs> doesn't matter like in anime it works way better than live action because it, oh, yeah. you're not as focused mm-hmm. on the lip the mouth movements but it can still right, be right. weird to hear american actors or whatever actors they choose um kind of voicing characters that don't match your <laughs> your right. physical impression of them. So I didn't have any issues with that. I and would we can, say we, yeah. we can move on to from this. Uh, I don't want to focus too much on it, but uh, I guess so many character name introductions and the voices just didn't sound too differentiated. At okay. First, so. That, so that's, that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. If, if we didn't have like this well obviously if we didn't have subtitles we wouldn't have any clue what's going on there was a like just a long long speeches a kind of yeah. poor screenwriting technique um to just ex- have a character just explain <laughs> everything <laughs> yeah. that's that's going yeah. on for long periods yeah. of time and that was the first half of the episode that you're describing so yeah i think you might be hitting on why that didn't really work for me either i was pretty skeptical of of the show halfway through and then we get to that big fight sequence um that's that's pretty visually impressive with the he's basically fighting like the demon with a um 
a long <laughs> tentacle tongue and yeah. all these like um crazy purple visuals and um like he he powers up himself with this cuff or this um wrist like plate thing and that gives yeah. that's what was in the box that he collects and so that was in that gave him dangerously strong powers as well and yeah. he's able to defeat the demon but then we find out like he kind of tricked his companions he told them that there was a couple traitors so he fights and kills the traitors but they were like he was like there's three bad guys and they he yeah. kills two bad guys and they're like what about the other one and he's like well not there's... not every trait not every bad guy is a traitor yeah and i'm the third bad guy that's yeah. the like cliffhanger yeah, he... me and i was like oh god dude. yeah okay that was the writing uh, that... could have been better there but <laughs> it was very cliche but also yeah. um Dude, a lot of this is so cliche yeah. with with like stylistic anime over the years. Oh, I so curious about somebody that loves anime and knows all the anime that's out there, like uh, fucking Cowboy Bebop to I don't know. <laughs> that's where I'm going to start. But yeah, and I, I, I feel I, like people I, are going to have issues with this until like the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the episode. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, it kind of feels like it's a video game adaptation, <laughs> frankly. And I know Netflix has and made Castlevania that, so. uh, and animated Castlevania, which yeah. people seem to like. It's it's a, a good use of kind of like the setting and the action that's probably um, really compelling in a video game. But they, I don't think they really sure. elevated the story or the character development in any way. At least no. not from this first episode. Compared again to Blue-eyed Samurai, is the story of like a a, a um, female samurai who has to hide her gender for the most part, and also the blue-eyed part comes in from um, her mother sleeping with a non-Japanese person, and so she's been shunned her whole life for that aspect as well. So there's just an immediate kind of like character <laughs> yeah. hook there. Sure. Um, and this, you know, the guy is just a really good fighter and he's, Dude. but yeah, once he code. takes that, once he takes that gauntlet off and you still see that like his eyes get crazy, he just split this guy into, or this, his opponent into several pieces. He takes the gauntlet off and he still has like these crazy white kind of gigantic, eyes that are murderous and it's like it's, oh yes this yeah, is it's, the character that i want to see like well but yeah. it's stark contrast to what i was describing earlier where we are introduced to him and he's like got the the traditional yeah. the way you're taught to be as a samurai to control yeah. your emotions and right. to use other people's um aggression against them he knows that the power that he gets when he puts the the power glove on is <laughs> potentially too intoxicating and he even says something when he takes it off like i can't have this power too long right and he tosses it back to the dude that yeah that was um, holding it in the box yeah 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 so i mean it's it, it is it does and i assume like that's a video game sort of in a uh, device as well where you can power up but it may be you know either it, the glove 
drains and you have to take it off or you know you can only use that in short bursts in the video game i assume yeah um but it is really it does make for a really over the top um gory beautiful fight sequence i wanted to ask you like this is why i brought up kill bill earlier because there is the crazy 88 sequence but there's also the anime sequence which i used to watch before i went to high school like every day for maybe three months i loved that sequence so much yeah and what you can do with anime that you can occasionally do if you watch movies like tokyo gore police but you can (laughs) get so over the top with the the action and gore if you're going for adult um you know an adult audience yeah that you can have limbs being ripped off and blood gushing and and kind of just super heightened action that you that's really either disturbing in too disturbing in live action or too like silly so anime makes it feel kind of like i don't know like just an extension of the world um a very brutal world right um what did you think of like the tone and the like level of violence. Uh, well, I guess this first episode is showing the viewer how gnarly they're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I really wasn't sure. Like I said, I was scoffing at some of it in the beginning, but now it makes a lot more sense now, now given, you know, all the, all the pieces that have been put together. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it should obviously it's if you were it's violent, a, it's fucking gnarly. <laughs> twisted little kid watching the Kill Bill sequence before school every day, then you're fine with <laughs> over yeah. the top violence. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I obviously those all Tarantino movies for the most part kind of revel sure. in that. Um, yeah. I just almost feel like it. It's easier to or adult anime, whether it's like some pretty um, hardcore sexual content or hardcore (laughs) violence. That is a component. I don't want to like stereotype and and say that that's like why people watch it. Definitely not. But that's like, that's definitely a component of a lot of adult anime. Well, right. And like, is anime rated R or PG 13 or. It varies obviously, but in this case, (laughs) I'd say this is R R rated. Um, well, like, I can't remember. Yeah, I think the so, thing I watched afterwards, um, the samurai one, that they they went to like um, a brothel and there was nudity in in that one. I don't think there was any nudity in this, or women for that matter. Uh, actually, yeah. Now that you say it, uh, there definitely wasn't any nudity. Yeah, not that. Uh, and yeah, I there were no females in the first episode, right? No, I I don't think there were any in the group, and um, yeah, and it focused on the group, so yeah. not that it's uh, detracting from the possibility, but yeah, it was focused so much on introducing this character and and this silly group of folks that are deciding to go with them. Yeah, exactly. Whether yeah, they and, want to or not, but. and now it's turn it's going to turn into. I mean, there's like a lot of um, we of um groups like different types of people banding together to go on a mission (laughs) type stories (laughs) that we've watched for the podcast that exist in video games um the witcher is a show that i watched for like a season and a half and then kind of gave up on 
but it was basically, you know, one man kind of teaming up with various people um, over the course of his adventures, hunting a different monster every week. I don't know. Where do you, where do you think this is going? Uh, I mean, it's definitely entertaining Uh, visually. I think that's what really kept me going, but um, I don't know. Uh, can we go to, do we want more? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, that ties uh, into what I'm asking. I'm just kind of curious yeah, I, based I on want... what you think is coming or not, whether you, whether you want more. I don't know. Um, there, there are too many animes and <laughs> like we've yeah. talked about, like other movies that have this kind of same premise to where it's, uh what's that show that you barely continue to watch um Changelings? changeling yep yeah it's like uh, it, it's entertaining it's scary it could be scary it might not be uh, uh anyway i don't know where the fuck this is going it does seem interesting it's a power glove it's the gauntlet from uh that thor movie or whatever it's called you know in mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's going to give this person power. It's going to, he, I'm sure he's going to find somebody that he falls in love with. And I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it seems because it's Netflix, I have such a bias against it. I really feel like moving throughout this season and this game app adaptation in an anime, it'll get like a 65% like uh, audience rating. I don't mm-hmm. know. It, it's entertaining, but it's not going to be great. I don't. So think. that's a no. Yep. Well, <laughs> I'm going to watch more. I actually oh, did. Okay. So. Oh, okay. How much did you watch? Uh, right before we started the podcast, I was halfway through the second episode. Okay, so just a little bit more. I I really yeah. should have watched more. I watched this a few days ago and had time. So I guess now I can probably pretty definitively say. I'm not going to watch more, mostly for the yeah. reasons that that you outlined. It might not even be the best new release anime on Netflix. So there's that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and, um, and also I have to say that what did you say? Blue Diamond, Blue Eyed Samurai. Yeah. So when I went to to finish episode one, when I logged yeah. back into well your Netflix, that's what came up. So maybe yeah. it's because you watched it, but it, it's not like did you want to restart or you know resume? Uh, it's definitely more popular. I don't know exactly when it it how recent it came out. I mean, it is recent, um, but it's it's uh, it's got like badges on Netflix. So it came out on November third. <laughs> um, gotcha, Blue Eyed Samurai gotcha. did, and it's I'd got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's got like when you log in, you know, top top ten in new shows or whatever. Whereas Animusha doesn't have any of those accolades even though you know netflix has every reason to promote both equally for their purposes so clearly audiences have chosen the other one um i'll probably artist as as, i'm sorry to interrupt but as an artist making this oh man i would be so stoked to be a part of like how this is a piece of art um but it's yeah 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 and it's not gonna be a great great anime that everybody's gonna talk about I don't think it's doing anything I, like it. It's 
it is a, in a cool hand-drawn style. It has some of the techniques that we discussed earlier. Yeah. It's not like I've never seen art like this before. It's it's almost, you know, classic or traditional in 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 some respects for this type of anime. I don't think like this versus Blue-Eyed Samurai, one's not better visually right. necessarily than the other. They're they both have you know moments that are that are really cool. Um yeah. But just story-wise, like this this has less going for it. Yeah, this is like a lifetime lifetime movie kind of of anime. Yeah, and maybe if you've you know, played like the it's game, good. yeah, yeah, then that's a hook for you. I didn't play the Witcher game, and I still enjoyed the series when I while I was watching it. But then also didn't wasn't like desperate for another season to come out. Um, yeah. There's uh, an anime called Berserk. I've got the DVDs for that I've been oh, yeah. meaning to watch for a while. Um, I've seen so a few yeah. episodes of that. That's fucking gnarly. Like yeah. that gets you right off the bat, dude. <laughs> yeah, and I watched um a movie called Perfect Blue recently. There's some like anime movies that I've been meaning to watch forever. So, like you said, I because I've this is a kind of overlooked genre for me, and yeah. there's. A infinite amount of content, <laughs> whole apps like yeah. Crunchyroll dedicated. Yeah. Oh yeah, to the content. Shout out Crunchyroll, baby. I wouldn't even be able to get through like just the Netflix produced content in the next year, probably. So I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Um, you, I'm I'm gonna keep sampling until I find the ones that that really hook me and and um you know skip over the mediocre ones. Yeah, and then I'm gonna triple dog dare you to watch um, Attack on Titan. Mm. Yeah, that is not on Netflix. I don't think. I hope it's not. Well, if it is, cool. But looks like it's Attack on Hulu. On Titan. Yeah, the first episode I've cried twice when I watched it again. But yeah, check it out, dude. Attack on Titan is interesting. Final episode date November fifth, twenty twenty three. Do they just like have a new season? Maybe that's maybe that's a season typo. four or five. Season four is like airing literally right now, and this okay. is it's it's ending. You're not it's keeping like, up with it, huh? No, no, I haven't kept up with it. I since think it like literally just two. just ended this week. Interesting. <laughs> um, so good time for me to catch up and watch uh, the first episode, and then tell me about it. Cool. Yeah, I guess four seasons times like 30 episodes is a lot to catch up on. But Jamie's watching One Piece right now and she's like 300 episodes in (laughs) (laughs) out of a thousand. So Titan, I don't think is that many, but that's not what this podcast is about right now. (laughs) No. Um, So we're both we're both no. And do we want more? No, definitely not. Stop it. I mean, I'm going to keep watching, but that doesn't mean they should keep making more. (laughs) that you well i guess it means if you're going to keep watching the answer is yes do it's do you want more and you can't say no and well you can say you don't want more but you're if you keep right, watching fine. it yeah uh yeah i want more okay and i mean that's that a, means that's next the weirdest week, yes i've ever said here <laughs> next week we'll get the true answer as to yeah you know, how much you how much you watched sure sure Okay, well, um, before we wrap up, we've got two merchandise. So what are we going to add uh, to the new release gift shop from Animusha? Power glove? Yep. <laughs> a power glove that makes you a badass killer. No, it, it lets you uh, 
any VH VCR that doesn't work, like it lets you like fix mm. it and like make it work. Helps you fix that fixes VCRs. VCRs, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's that's like handy and practical. Quite handy, yeah. Good, yep. good pun. Nice pun. Okay. Okay. So what's next coming week, soon, dude? Yeah, next week I think this is um an easy decision. I'm gonna play the trailer a little bit of it for you, and um, this is the one that I think uh, is on Ashley's radar, and she might want to come back for, but we'll we'll see. There's no such thing as a perfect city, but to me, this city is as close as it comes. That's why we're proud to call Espanola my home. Oh shit, our home. All right, you got it. It's okay. Oh, this isn't your typical home flipping show. My homes are reflecting the local communities. Come on. <laughs> and we're husband and wife. This is so what could go wrong? <laughs> Let's grab a quick shot of you um, giving money to that little girl over there. We're doing good here. We are good people. Thank you. We're really good. Got it. So all I had on me was that. Okay, so that's Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder in a new um, A24 show called The Curse. And yeah, you probably, it's a little vague from that that sound clip but they are home it's like a twist on the home renovation um yeah kind of uh reality show and they're uh, maybe frauds maybe there's actually like they're flipping like literally cursed homes i i i don't know um but it's gonna it has a very interesting tone for um kind of like it's not like a goofy satire of that type of show. Like you might ex- expect to see on like a, a sketch or something. It's like a, seems like a serious satire <laughs> or like a spooky satire. Yep. It sounds spooky. All right. Well, that's the curse. Um, That's what will be. It's on Paramount plus, I believe slash showtime. If you somehow have <laughs> old school cable, but figure out how to watch it and join us for our discussion next week and all of November and beyond by searching new release podcast on Apple or Spotify or any other podcast places. Derek. That's a samurai slash. Oh yeah. Wait for it. I should have started this sooner too, but here's our new, here's our new end music. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, if you had to to name some of the keywords that appear in this um, YouTube title what would they be oh god (laughs) I had a couple somber but probably not that there's some easy ones what sounds are you hearing Uh, piano yep piano's in there that's one okay record scratch no rain Rain, that's two. Okay. Now, how does it make you feel? Uh, chill. Chill is a good one, but that's not, that's somehow not sad as fuck. Relaxing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, this is autumn, cozy cabin, peaceful piano music, and ambiance, relaxing rain sounds. Thanks to Enchanting Ember on YouTube for this 
um, scene. I picked it mostly because there's two cats. Um, just kind of maybe there's more. There's I can't tell if that's a squirrel or a cat. But there's some oh, warm, man. warm tea, and a couple uh, cats. All leaves. Dude, yeah, Lo- dude, you would totally dig Lo-Fi Girl. By the way, <laughs> streaming streaming Lo-Fi music all oh, day yeah. every day. And oh, she's yeah. I'm, I'm familiar. Okay, all right, yeah. good. <laughs> that's another um, big Jamie recommendation there. So, all right, thanks, Derek. Thank you.